try to control the expenses and don't spend in things that is not uh, really beneficial. And look at stand on the ground. Don't look at the unicorns and all this now. Yes, this is the target, but stand on the ground because this was a mistake that also I did. And so much was spent was acting as a startup concept that you read about every day and spend a lot based on that. But at the end of the day, it comes by steps, not like on one shot. Hey everyone, this is Devin Miller here with another episode of The Inventive Journey. I'm your host, Devin Miller, the serial entrepreneur that's uh, grown several startups into seven and eight figure businesses, as well as the CEO and founder of Miller IP Law, where he helps startups and small businesses with their patents and trademarks. So if you ever need help with your uh, business, uh, feel free to reach out to us, grab some time at strategymeeting.com. Now today we have another great guest on the podcast, um, Ahmed Alnager, is that about right? Nagar. Yes. All right. Close as I'm going to get. So uh, to introduce Ahmed just a little bit. So finished up high school, went into college and was uh, and to get an engineering degree, graduated and decided to go into a bit of a different direction and to went into flooring. Did that for about uh, 12 years. And then the last two or years, last two years, I've been doing flooring as well as a startup Rebatus. And then I think about two years ago, you, or you started Rebatus, and about a year ago, you moved over to that full-time. So um, there's a quick summary of your journey, and with that, welcome on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Devin. Great to be with you. So I gave kind of just a, a quick overview of your journey and uh, never does it justice. So maybe take us uh, back to a little bit uh, high school and kind of going to college, going to engineering, and how your journey started from there. Sure, sure. So I have been uh, living at the time in Egypt. I'm originally Egyptian. So I have been like there, the days of the schools are there. And then went to the university. But from the high school, I have been working with my parents. So my parents are traders. They do steel business and that. So I have been working from pretty young age with them, helping them with stuff. Mm. And I have been prepared to be an engineer to follow the same uh, steel business. So I studied in Egypt also in university. I got a degree in material science engineering. And after I graduated, I worked with them a bit, but then I found like another company approaching them and telling them we want to sell flooring in Egypt and that. So I don't know, interesting. And then I started looking into it. It was very interesting. So I said, okay, I will get out of the steel. Sorry guys, I'm jumping out. Mm -hmm. And started with a small shop and the shop gets bigger until it reached like 200 plus employees, biggest company in the market till now. And then I moved to UAE, to Dubai. I made there the same business there as an expansion for the Middle East. For five years, I lived there. And also until now, the business is still there and growing. And meanwhile, Revit has jumped in. So this is now, like before you jump to Robetus, there's one question because you went into engineering in, in university, did that for a period of time, and you, you kind of mentioned, you know, flooring versus engineering seem like two different directions. So what was it with the flooring industry that caught your interest or, or helped or helped you to decide to go into that direction as opposed to continuing on to, to use the engineering degree? Yeah. So first 
I like the idea of that every day you make something new. So every day you enter a new house or a new project or you do so every single day is something new. So this is my biggest part that I like about in this field. But also engineering, the beauty of it is that it's, you learn there a way of thinking, like how to think like an engineer, but you don't need to work every day with the machines or with the materials or that. You just need to apply it in every day. Hmm. So this is, uh, it helped me a lot actually helped me a lot. So maybe, uh, yeah, what I reached is because I studied this in GD. <laughs> yeah. So, so now you go into flooring and you did that, I think you said for 12 years, right? Yeah. For so now years. in the middle of that, how did you get into Rebatus? You know, cause that's again, almost a, a bit of a, a different area. It's not necessarily related to flooring or other things. So how did you initially kind of come up with the idea there or kind of get into to that area? Yeah, so Rebatus came from the part of being having a part of to do with the retail in my daily business at the flooring, and I have my own retail stores and that. So uh, we got always the challenge of how to get to know more about customers, how what insights, when to know if this the customer is like uh, they're preparing the new home, they're moving, they're doing so all this, and also we had some products that we wanted to approach for customers, and we didn't know how to make them loyal, how to make them like come here and buy it and become a loyal customer and say the word. So from there, we started to work on a loyalty program. And then this loyalty program developed to be rebates. And instead of saying, okay, but this doesn't apply only in flooring, it can apply to anything. Hmm. And we took it forward from there and it became like a, a beautiful creation between FinTech and loyalty, which is nothing about the flooring or the engineering, but it's a very, very interesting challenge we have been for two years preparing for it and now we are going live so yeah now let's see what will happen now new journey and that's always fun to take on a new journey so so now you kind of have okay you know so it makes a little bit more sense you work with flooring you're also trying to say hey within this industry and a lot of other industries there's an opportunity to do loyalty programs to keep you know people coming back using you reminding you of how it works and so you start to build into that now you know, remind me on your engineering, did you utilize your engineering background? Did you have kind of a programming idea? Did you have bring on other people as you had the idea? Or kind of, you know, once you have the idea and start to implement it, how did you start to build that? And, you know, how did you start to grow it? Yep. So we are three people who actually are working on Rebatis. Or I started as three. So a friend of mine from school also, so he has the same background, everything, but he studied computer programming. I studied actually production engineering and material science engineering. So it's not uh, coding. And another also like my partner is also my younger sister. She has been uh, studying business and uh, marketing and worked with multinational like Dell for five years. So the three of us, we joined forces and we said, okay, let's build something out of this. Hmm. We were all convinced of the idea and we took it from there. So now, and so you, you guys had the idea, you, you found, you know, you found the other people that were excited about the idea as well. You kind of built the team. Now you did this for a couple of years while you're still doing the flooring business, right? In the sense, I always use, I usually joke, you know, really a side hustle is just a second uh, full-time job. So, you know, how did you balance kind of keeping the flooring business going, keeping building that to pay the bills as you were getting uh, rebates off the ground? It was very, very challenging. And that's why Rebatus, when it's time now to launch, when the launch pad came and the launch time came and then we are going live. So then I had to say to the flooring teams, okay, guys, I have to 
jump now out of the boat. So I will still be a shareholder, but I will not be doing the daily business. I will be a full-time employee at mm-hmm. Rebated because it needs this focus now. And same with my two partners, they did the same. So we all now are focusing 100% on Rebatis. It was a side hustle, yes, for two years, building the thing up. But now it's time to go full time. So you did that now, you know, and it sounds like basically, and correct me if I'm wrong, when you got to the point that you're saying, hey, we've got the product development, we're going to launch it, it's going to go in the marketplace, we need a full-time effort in order to make this successful. Is that about the time that you decided to jump over and do it full-time? Or kind of what was that trigger to say, hey, I've been doing this both, you know, both the flooring business as well as your betas for a period of time. What was the trigger to kind of make you decide that, hey, I'm now i got to be all in? The trigger was that everything was ready. And it was really, this was really taking, started to take a lot of time that I felt that, okay, I will be like, not fair to the flowing business and maybe like uh, things might happen or like I feel guilty that I'm not giving it 100%. Maybe if someone else is in my place, he will be doing a better job and can take it. So that's why this is the trigger is, okay, give it the full time. I really believe in it. I really believe in the idea, on the hard work, on the team. So let's give it a shot. And this was the trigger. So now one other question on that. So, you, you know, cause you've been doing flooring for 12 years. That's a good period of time. Was that a bit of a, a scary jump, you know, to, to make that over to a, a business, you know, one business is you've grown it, it has recurring revenue. You can, you know, make a salary and take a step back and move over to rebate us. Was that an easy decision? Was it a scary decision? Was it all of the above or kind of, how did you balance that decision as you, as you were making it? No, it was not an easy decision at all, at all. Especially like when you look like, okay, I have a lot of things that uh, be like payings and expenses and then that needs to be covered. But also it is a move in the life. Like I've been doing this for 12 years. I reached to the point that, okay, I'm one of the top three in this region doing this job. So it will be mainly a repetition of everything every day, which is something like, I can't live with uh, so much to go every single day and do the same thing. This is for me, like, uh, not me. So that's why, like, a new challenge, I think it's the right time for it. But it's not an easy decision. No, it's not. So, so you, you said, okay, you know, as hard a decision is, it's, it's the right decision. It's the one that you want to chase after. So you now made that, you've done that for, you know, about a year. Cause you made, I think you said you've been uh, doing it full time for about a year. You know, would you make the same decision? Has it gone well? Has it been, you know, bumpy and ups and downs or kind of how has it been since you made the decision? I would do it again, hundred uh, percent. Like no regrets, no regrets. Yeah. Still we're taking off. But uh, but I feel that good things will happen. Hmm. So you know, so now you kind of you made the decision. You're all in. You moved over. You've kind of done that, and you're you know taking that opportunity now. Looking kind of towards the future, you know, take the next six to twelve months for your, for your business and kind of where you guys are headed. Where do you see that heading? Kind of what's the trajectory and kind of what's the plan? Yeah. So now, as we said, like we have been uh, launched for for time now, like. So now we are going to go for our marketing campaign. We'll start, and the situation with the COVID is getting better now. So hopefully mm. soon we'll start to make some meetups, some seminars, some meetings that we can explain more what is Rebatis, what it's about. Mainly focus on the user journeys, user experiences. We want to hear a lot from them. So this is like now the way forward. 
Well, cool. That that sounds like you know it, it sounds like a lot of opportunity ahead, and as things continue to open up and hopefully return back to normal, you know the the opportunities continue to even grow beyond that. So that definitely sounds like an exciting path. So. So now as we've kind of taken, you know, from your, where your journey started, brought us up to a bit in the, the, the current as well as in the future, maybe just before we dive into my uh, past or my couple of questions I always ask at the end, you know, help us, everybody understand, we touched on it lightly, but how does Rebatus work and how is it a bit different than what's out in the marketplace? Yes. So Rebatus has two sides. One side is uh, we serve retailers and brands and another side, how we deal with the consumer face. So Rebatus is a loyalty program. But we reward users, like let's think with me loyalty programs, you must have a special card or a special membership and use it every time. We try to build something that's really frictionless and easy, seamless, no hidden schemes, nothing. So mm-hmm. literally we reward users for everything they spend daily from their card. Whatever you spend from your bank account or from your credit card or debit card, you get rewarded on that. And the reward is easy. It's a cashback reward. But instead of giving it to you, we share the cashback with everyone. So, mm-hmm. Devin, you make an account on Rebatus, and then you start, before even buying anything, you start to receive messages. I have $2 received to my account, $3, $1, $5. You're just receiving because this is called the sharing economy. You are sharing the cashback of other users in Rebatus who are buying. You don't know them even, but they are just, this is how it goes. And mm-hmm. from the other side, for the retailers and brands, we can give them really very good insights about the categories. For example, how users are behaving for buying coffee, for example, in their age group, how much they're spending coffee in this area, in this location. So then these retailers and brands can reach to the users and tell them, okay, you like you spend coffee, you spend like $100 a month on uh, buying groceries and this, I'm giving you this voucher card to buy from this place and you will get some deals, you'll get some discounts. So it's all about finding this link between the users and the brands and the retailers. So this is what is rebated. It's shortcut of rebate us. So it's all about rewards, all about offers, all about discounts. It's free for all users to join for the first month. And from there, they can go for a very small subscription fee, a monthly subscription fee. Oh, cool. Well, it sounds like a, a fun and exciting company, yeah. definitely uh, one that a lot of people can use. So, well, kind of with that, now as we've heard a little bit about where you're at today and kind of where you're heading and what Rebatus is, I always ask uh, two questions at the end of each uh, episode. So we'll jump to those now. So the first question I always ask is, along your journey, what was the worst business decision you ever made and what did you learn from it? Yeah, this is, uh, this is a good one. So the worst decision I ever made is when I started to work in the flooring business and then I started to choose the things that, or the colors or the designs that I, I like personally. And then, for example, I got stuck with really big stocks in my warehouses because my taste doesn't reflect the market taste. So I didn't listen to the customers. I didn't listen to the market. I thought that I can choose and whatever these things I like. And this actually applies in everything else. So the first thing in Revitas when we started something new, or of course in the flooring in the last 12 years, is let's listen to the market, see what the market says, listen to the users, what do they need, not what do we want to offer them, and mm. then it will work. So this is, uh, this was it. 
No, and I think that that's a good, le- you know, it's an easy, because a lot of times you think, oh, I, I know what the users want, or, or I know what I want, and what I want is going to be the same, because I am the customer, and those type of things, and too often, we kind of too, infuse too much of what, what we think or what we want, is as, po- as opposed to what the customer will actually want, and when we step back and actually listen to them, it can have a big impact, usually for the positive, if we're going to incorporate what they want in with uh, what, you know, what we're doing, so I think that that's a, a great lesson to learn. So the second question I always ask is, so if you're talking to somebody that's just getting into a startup or a small business, what would be the one piece of advice you'd give them? Try to control the expenses and don't spend in things that is not uh, really beneficial. And look at, stand on the ground. Don't look at the unicorns and all this now. Yes, this is the target, but stand on the ground because this was a mistake that also I did. And so much was spent was acting as a startup concept that you read about every day and spend a lot based on that. But at the end of the day, it comes by steps, not like on one shot. Mm. No, and I think that is, you know, that that's a great piece of advice and kind of keeping feet on the ground. And there's a lot of times you can chase after, hey, those are fun ideas or cool ideas, or there'll be great features or other things. And you're kind of keeping centered on that core of what is the value you're adding, what is the thing that differentiate you is going to have a, a big impact in making sure that you deliver on what people want. So I think that that's, that's a great piece of advice as well. So well, as we wrap up, if people want to find out more about you, they want to be a customer or a client, they want to be an employee, they want to be an investor, they want to be your next best friend, any or all of the above, what's the best way to reach out or connect with you and find out more? Definitely, they can, as simple as that, rebates.com. Or the contact there, we personally check it every single email or every single message so we don't miss anything. So we'll be there. All right. Well, rebatus.com is easy as that to reach out, connect up, and find out more. So, well, thank you again, Ahmed, for coming on the podcast. It's been a fun, it's been a pleasure to hear your journey. Now, for all of you listeners that are out there, if you have your own journey to tell and uh, you'd like to uh, be a guest on the show and share your journey, just go to inventiveguest.com and apply to be on the podcast. We'd love to share uh, your journey. Two more things as a listener. One, make sure to click subscribe in your podcast player so you know when all of our awesome episodes come out. And two, um, leave us a review so everybody else can find out about our awesome episodes. Last but not least, if you ever need help with patents, trademarks, or anything else, feel free to go to uh, strategymeeting.com, grab some time with us to chat, and we're always here to help. Thank you again, Ahmed, and wish the next leg of your journey even better than the last. Thank you very much. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.